Welcome to the Hypno Lady Show. I'm Maureen Pisani, your host, and here we will discuss all sorts of topics regarding life, its problems, complementary modalities that help, and what to do to empower yourself on a daily basis. We will discuss all kinds of modalities and how and why they give you results and what you can do to have a better today every day. As we go through episode by episode, I will be discussing all kinds of topics, but remember, I will never highlight a problem without offering you a solution. So make sure you listen all the way. Fair? Ready? Good. Let's go. Welcome. Welcome to the Hypno Lady Show. I am Maureen Pisani, your host, and today we're going to talk about self-hypnosis. Yes, we're going to discuss it, we're going to walk through it, and we're going to talk about all the pros and cons that comes with everything, right? So, self-hypnosis. A lot of people heard it, a lot of people not quite sure. A lot of people know about hypnosis, but they don't know, can you really hypnotize yourself? How can you do this? Is it safe? Let me answer all those questions. The biggest thing we need to remember is hypnosis is being in an altered state. Self-hypnosis is when I hypnotize myself. But when I hypnotize somebody else, that's called heterohypnosis. The biggest way to make the, the distinction here is think of driving. If I'm the passenger and somebody else is driving, I can look around. I can look at the scenery. I can look at the cars. I can take a nap because he, she, the driver is in charge. They're in the role of being in control. As a passenger, I can really nearly do whatever I want. So when I'm being hypnotized by somebody else, then I can relax and go along for the ride and go along for the experience without worrying about anything else. However, if I'm the driver, I need to pay attention to the signs and the speed limit and the traffic lights and the cars, right? And keep myself here focused. When I'm doing self-hypnosis, I have to keep in mind those things. I have to keep in mind that I'm running the program myself so I can really willy-nilly just go. So that's the biggest delineator. If you want the full experience, be the passenger. Be hypnotized by somebody else. However, I totally understand that there are times, there are situations, there are scenarios where self-hypnosis will be beneficial. And yes, even myself as a hypnotherapist, I will use self-hypnosis in certain circumstances. Why is you will hear people tell you, self-hypnosis cannot be used for certain things. Well, yes, because we have that little delineator called between being subjective and objective. If you're with your friends and you're having a problem and you're telling them, listen, guys, I, I just need some feedback. I don't know how to deal with this. This is really just messing with my head. And you share. And then one of them goes, oh, you just have to do this, this, and this. And voila, here's the result. Resolved, done, solved. And you're thinking, how did I then think of that? Why didn't I think of that? Well, because when it's us in our own situation, we're subjective. So we can't see the forest for the trees. They, because they're on the outside, they could see a different perspective completely and give me the solution in under 20 seconds. Same thing with hypnotherapy. If I'm doing self-hypnosis for an issue that I'm facing, but I'm in it so I can only see my perspective and my perspective might not give me the solution. That's why most of the time, heterohypnosis with a hypnotherapist 
is exactly what you need because they have objectivity. They're not in it. They can understand and sympathize, but they're not the ones going through it. So because they're on the outside, they can see the solution and then through the hypnotherapeutic process, give us the upgrades and suggestions. But there are times when it's a good thing to do, like falling asleep. Now, please, if you have little ears around, this is a time when I would need you to get all the little people out of the way, <laughs> the angels out of the way. So you know that for adults, sleep happens in a bedroom usually, and in a bedroom usually two things happen. So when we go to the bedroom, we know one of two things is going to happen. If you're having sleep issues, if you're having insomnia situations, self-hypnosis can work beautifully for that because all the goal is, is to lull you into a space where you drift off to sleep. Now, from being wide awake to fully asleep, we go through a natural hypnotic state. It's called hypnagogic. To achieve that little hypnotic state, if putting yourself into hypnosis shortens that time, but yeah, of course, do it for perfect. However, I wouldn't say do it to resolve a bigger issue because then you're jipping yourself from the objective perspective from the hypnotherapist. You can also do this, let's say, if you know that you have to give a presentation and confidence really isn't there, especially when it's in public, and maybe public speaking is not one of your fortes, then self-hypnosis, go in the bathroom, lock yourself in the bathroom and do the hypnosis. By the way, it'll take you three to five minutes. That's how fast it can be. And that's how effective it is. So when you do this and you prep yourself and you go, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and then you put yourself in hypnosis and you see yourself doing it and you lock it in. See how easy? So as you do this, now, Self-hypnosis. And yes, I have a workshop that is going to be on the website. So I'm kind of hoping it's going to happen soon, but we'll see. When it comes to how do we put ourselves into hypnosis? The workshop is going to explain everything, but here's an easy way. There's a physical key. So I want you to take a moment and just allow yourself. And don't do it right now, especially if you're driving. I'm just walking you through the process here so you know. But first of all, you settle, you find a space where you can settle down. So physically, you're relaxed. Physically, you're at ease. And you're going to find what kind of sensation, and yes, there's a choice. You're going to find what kind of sensation it is that you connect with. Then you're going to find out what kind of emotional state you're in. The third key is always deep sleep. So as you walk yourself through this, you're going to find it's almost like the combination for a vault. You're going to do this much to the left and this much to the right and this much to the left, and bam, it's open. You're going to do the physical key, you're going to do the emotional key, and then you're going to do the intellectual key, and then you're in. What also happens is that with practice, all you have to do is think of them. And as you think of the order, then you're in. When it comes to my days, my days, and anybody who knows me can vouch for this, my days are crazy. I love what I do. I love sharing. I love helping. So I get booked pretty fast. And I remember when I was at the Chopra Center, I was the resident hypnotherapist there for over eight years until they closed. But every time I would have sold out days. So we're talking 10, 12 hours. And I have committed and I've pledged that every single day I will give my best to every single client. 
Well, if you have a 12-hour day, at some point, normal, regular humans will get tired. So for me to not get tired and honor my promise to each and every one of my clients, halfway through, I would take, technically, everybody thought I was taking a 20-minute break. But in reality, what was happening was I would put myself into hypnosis. Now, the easiest way to get your unconscious mind to pay attention is to give it a weird number. So as I would be reclining in the chair, I would tell myself, I want to be in hypnosis for 17. And just to be sure that I wasn't late for my next appointment, I'd put a timer on. So I would do the process and I would do the physical key and then I would do the emotional key and then I would do the intellectual key. And then I know I'm in hypnosis because guess what? I go where? I have no idea. But I always remember coming back. And it almost feels like, you know, when you drive over a speed bump and it's too fast and you go bling, that's how it feels for me. So when I come bling back in and I wake up, guess what? It's 16 minutes. It has happened to me thousands of times. But what has happened? Every minute in hypnosis is equal to eight minutes of deep sleep. So with 16 minutes in deep hypnosis, I recharge completely, which then, of course, gives me ample energy to be focused, alert, and giving my best to the very last minute of the very last session every day. So if you need more stamina, self-hypnosis is it. If you need to sleep faster and sleep with better quality, self-hypnosis will help. So if you're curious, now you know. Find me, thehypnoladyshow.com, contact Maureen. I have a lot of suggestions, a lot of answers, a lot of queries. And who knows, maybe one of your queries about one of your suggestions becomes an extra show. So from my end, as you know, keep shining brightly and continue to be blessed. See you soon. Bye-bye. It's been great having you with me. If you're interested in getting daily updates, just subscribe to this podcast, in which case it will pop up every single day for you to listen to. If you'd like me to bring up a certain topic or answer specific questions, reach out to me at thehypnoladyshow.com. Find contact Maureen and send it over. Thank you for joining me. I really, truly appreciate you. If you enjoyed what's been shared today, feel free to subscribe, like, and share with your friends. That's it for me. I'm looking forward to talking with you tomorrow, but for now, shine at your brightest and continue to be blessed.